Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 14. In the last episode, we talked about endpoint detection and response. But really, we need to do more than just detect and respond on an endpoint. We need to prevent threats everywhere, which suggests that EDR by itself may not be enough. Enter XDR, Extended Detection and Response. XDR enables an organization to proactively protect itself against cyber threats by providing unified visibility across multiple attack vectors. This goes beyond endpoint, beyond a mobile device, beyond the cloud, beyond the network, and encompasses all of those things. All of these solutions must be unified in the data that they consume and exchange with each other, as well as the visibility and analytics that they provide. Unification and integration of the various solutions gives you the ability to gain insights that are derived from aggregating the event information from many of the solutions into a single contextualized incident. So how do we get from EDR on an endpoint to XDR everywhere? I asked Yoni Nave, a product manager at Checkpoint, about what was the evolution from EDR to XDR? I think that the, the evolution from EDR and XDR had actually uh, uh, two steps. In the first, EDR uh, quickly became uh, not just the traditional um, endpoint. It, it didn't uh, talk only on uh, Windows um, endpoints and, uh, and, and Linux uh, servers and, and Mac, and, uh, and that's about it. It also included any kind of enforcement points. So vendors started to talk about integration to mobile devices and started to talk about placing the EDR methodology and implementing this in the cloud as well. If we're talking about um, um, infrastructure as a service, it's really easy, right? Because it's just a, a Windows machine, for example, or a Linux server which is a virtual machine uh, uh, hosted in a, uh, in a public cloud. If it's a, a platform as a service or a, or a SaaS solution, then it's, it's much more interesting and much more uh, um, challenging. How do you implement an EDR methodology for a Lambda function, for example? So that becomes, uh, that becomes more and more challenging. And at some point, the second part, the second type of expansion is happening and, uh, and, and people are saying, okay, the endpoint, the enforcement point is simply not enough. You will never be in a situation that you have a, a, a perfect uh, um, implementation of all your security measures, everything up to date with all of the uh, endpoints uh, or all of the assets that you have in your organization uh, on a continuous basis. Something somewhere will fall between the cracks. And this is why you need information from all the other security vectors. This is why um, you do want to have um, mail and you wanna have gateway and you wanna have mobile and cloud and IoT and you want to have all those uh, uh, additional vectors to feed into the same system in order to tell 
the full story of the attack and in order to uh, for you to gain full visibility so the what happened when uh, uh, with, with the evolution of EDR to XDR is is uh, actually uh, is actually causing two different aspects and, and, and both of them are, are uh, really good from from security perspective one is that it consolidates all the security events out there if it's only network or only uh, mobile or only IOT it consolidates everything into uh, a unified single pane of glass which gives you an attack story it doesn't give you a set of logs okay you, if, if, if we learned anything from uh, 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 the previous uh, incarnation of, uh, of uh, uh, security management systems is that an analyst can't really handle 10,000 logs a day it just doesn't work you need to aggregate the data from him you need to filter the data from him and you need to tell a story that makes sense so the analyst will be able to uh, uh, to make a conscious decision, because otherwise he won't know what to do, and it will or it will take too much time to uh, uh, to act, and uh, so 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 this is the first thing that uh, uh, um, uh, XDR is achieving. The second thing is um, you mentioned it before um, the uh, attack chain when you look at uh, attacks from an XDR perspective, now you can suddenly uh, um, impact the attack and future attacks much, much earlier than you could have before in the attack chain. The same example that we talked about before, that email that got to 10 different endpoints. Now let's imagine that we are consolidating information all the time and can impact automatically from remediation perspective, let's say allowed or disallowed list, um, uh, the mail security um, on top of the endpoint security. Both are feeding into the XDR. Now in the, uh, uh, the, the attack itself is telling you uh, not only that the payload got from a specific mail, but it, but now you know who was the sender of this mail and who were the other recipients of this mail, which quickly allows you to understand that the full scope of the attack is those nine other machines. More than that, now that you know that this is a malicious payload, you can update your security, your mail security solution automatically, so that the next time this payload will arrive it won't even arrive into the inbox. So that's uh, uh, your perfect uh, uh, um, implementation of uh, uh, an earlier phase in the, uh, um, in the attack chain. Right. You, cause you're, cause you're doing the, yeah, you're getting, you're, you're preventing the email from arriving in the inbox. And so all of the fallout from that, you don't have to worry about because it just doesn't happen. And, and I think it's, um, I think it's important to highlight when when we start talking about multiple um, security controls, right? The endpoint network and, and different uh, different areas of the environment, uh, you know, in the cloud, right? 
certain uh you're just just from a capability perspective each of those security controls is going to have different capabilities associated with it and so you're going to get uh, a different level of resolution on certain events so for example on network-based events right you would you would expect a network uh, security gateway to provide you a lot of information around the network but a network security gateway isn't going to tell you what processes are running on an endpoint right it's just not there's just nothing there's no there's nothing there for it to, to say that. Um, can it block stuff from coming across the network? Sure, that's that's what it does. Um, on, a, on an endpoint, right? You're going to get more res- you're going to get more resolution on what's happening on that endpoint, and so that this is where you get all the different, um, you know, what process talked to what, what file came in and didn't, you know, you know, you can get that kind of information. And then in the cloud, right? And there's um, you know, what happened in a Lambda function, right? And so there's, um, I know I was actually, uh, earlier today, I was listening to um, a session about uh, about a cloud attack. And this was, it was, uh, you know, getting into a Lambda function, essentially doing a privilege escalation. Uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm simplifying it quite a bit here. But, and then essentially, and then, exfiltrating data by effectively taking a snapshot that's already, that the system had already taken and copying that across to uh, you know to another account and then you know and then game's over right you, you have the data at that point so um, now and there's lots of there's things you can do you know in all those cases right there's there, there's different levels of visibility based on what's going on it, it, you know, certainly with a network only control you're not going to get the you're not going to get any visibility into for example, AWS uh, API calls, right? Which is which is how this particular attack happened. But so I think when you start talking about an XDR solution, right? You're not again. You're not just talking about endpoint. You're talking about all these different controls. And so um, the more information you have available to you, the more points of correlation there are, and also the more points of prevention that there are. And you know, and I don't. I think that's uh, that gets lost in the conversation. Oftentimes, is that yeah? You, you so the more places you can see what's going on, the more data you're going to get, the more you can correlate and the better you can, you know, so, you know, turn it in from, you know, from Technicolor to, um, you know, to a 3D image of, of exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. And again, another interesting as, uh, aspect of, of XDR is that, and, and I've been reading this about this uh, for, for quite some time now, um, uh, different uh, articles by different uh um, analysts such as uh, uh, Forrester that XDR is it's a little bit misunderstood in the context of what it serves in the uh, higher level of XDR versus SIM versus uh, SOAR and um, up until now I think uh, most of the vendors are being uh, well they're, they're playing nice they're saying uh, XDR is not really a replacement for uh, uh, for SIM. It's not really a replacement for uh, for SOAR. It's just yet another player in the uh, SOC or uh, in the uh, main control over of a security team. But uh, the analysts are saying something in, uh, uh, completely different. They're saying no, no, uh, it, it's not. It's not going to work like that. Uh, XDR is the next step, is the evolution of EDR, combining other security vectors, and it will replace, over time, it will replace SIM 
it will replace SOAR because it integrates all the capabilities of SIM and SOAR into the XDR platform. That's the, the entire point. All the aggregation, all the events uh, uh, that, are, uh, that exist in SIM will be in XDR over time. And all the automation, playbooks, and, and, and uh, uh, doing the remediation is, of course, an inherent part of XDR. And this is why XDR will integrate over time all of SIEM uh, uh, and SOAR uh, capabilities. Now, this doesn't mean that SIEM uh, is going to go away because every security solution always has uh, uh, two critical aspects. The security part, why you actually bought the product in the first place and why you need the solution in the first place. And there's the operational part. And the operational part is, 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 is quite big and you need to have visibility for the operational part. And XDR doesn't treat that at all because XDR is more concentrated on the security aspects. So workflows like um, upgrading your security solution, managing it end-to-end, -end, uh, policies, uh, installations, troubleshooting, all of this will remain the operational aspect of security solutions, and uh, it will remain uh, uh, a critical part uh, for SIMs. So in that aspect, I don't see uh, a SIM going anywhere. I am seeing uh, SOAR being more and more integrated with, uh, with XDR uh, solutions, either of a single vendor or, or, or multiple vendors, but that would be actually uh, um, a choice that uh, uh, customers will have to make. Do they want to go for the approach of a best of breed or go to the approach of a best of suite? And, and this is, always the case, right? In the last, I think, 20 or 30 years, this is always the case, right? Best of breed versus best of suite. And XDR is just another uh, manifestation of, uh, um, of the same dilemma. You want to have a good XDR, you're probably going to need uh, um, uh, a best of suite, right? Nobody uh, integrates and understands better uh, events and attributes of a specific event of coming in from uh, from vendor X more than vendor X, okay? Uh, external vendors will not have that level of understanding. It just doesn't work this way. Um, on the other hand, if you're going in for the uh, um, for the uh, best of uh, for the best of suite instead, uh, sorry, for the best of breed instead of the best of suite. Then uh, there are going to be, and there are already uh, solutions out there. They're, they're saying, uh, okay, just take us. We, we did just the main piece of the puzzle. Uh, integrate any type of enforcement point you want, any EDR, any NDR, any uh, mobile device, any, uh, uh, any kind of solution, and build your own, your own uh, hybrid XDR. Uh, so, so that would be the, uh, the tension in the XDR world um, going forward. I, I do think that over time, uh, from pure security perspective and even total cost of ownership, 
native XDRs uh, offered by the uh, vendors that really can uh, offer the full suite of uh, security products will be uh, uh, a better choice than the uh, um, uh, best of breed. You know, what I know about APIs and integrations and that kind of thing over the years is that it, it's that it's one thing that to say that you can integrate all that stuff. And, and of course, everything should have APIs and, and you know, integration points, because I think as much as you know, one vendor can potentially do everything right, there's going to be stuff where that can't be done. Right. Or it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a you know, I don't know that maybe there's something that gets created that's. Uh, you know, that's, that's not in scope or whatever, or you've got, uh, um, you know, there's, there's, you got to get the data out some way to, for some other tool to look at it or whatever. So there's, I think there's, there's, there also, I think has to be a way for tools to integrate with each other through, you know, again, through APIs and maybe data sharing and that kind of thing. Right. And I think that's all, um, that's all going to happen, but at the same time, right. It's, it's, and it's like you said, there is, this idea that, yeah, I don't, you know, vendor X is not going to be able to fully understand vendor Y's data, however it comes, if it, assuming that it comes in a, you know, in a standard format, there's still going to be some, okay, what, how do I visualize that data? What, how do I contextualize that data? So there's always going to be a translation problem of between solutions of different kinds, even if it's possible to integrate them. And, and you know, and I think everybody's Generally, you know, there there are um, APIs and kinds of things that, that, that these tools can integrate. But no matter what, there's always going to be a translation problem, and yeah, and so then it, then it, and but you're also never going to get to a single vendor either. That's just not going to happen. But uh, but but if you but I, you know, I say fewer vendors is probably is probably going to help. And if you've got one that can do more. It, that might be, you know, that would be good. And I think that, you know, I know, I know that's w what we're trying to do at, as Checkpoint is we're trying, you know, we're this, you know, this part of the infinity vision is covering all the bases and having all that and having everything use shared intelligence and, and providing a, you know, a single pane of glass that's meaningful and can, and can show you and, and, you know, that, that can prevent the threats and show you why and show you how and what you, and, and contextualizing the information. But it's, it's, yeah, there is, it's, yeah, but I think there's a, yeah, there's this push and pull of best of breed versus, um, you know, the, the best suite. And I think there, again, it's probably not an either or discussion, right? I think it's, there's probably going to be a little bit of both and it's just understand there are pros and cons to both approaches and that you, that uh, you have, you have to decide what's going to operationally make the most sense for you because everything has, you know, everything has a certain overhead to it. This is the challenge that we have as vendors and the, 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 that organizations have as far as consuming product or using products from other vendors or, or trying to build something themselves. Cause some organizations try to do that and to varying degrees of success. I couldn't agree more, and, and, and I think that that really is uh, uh, the highlight of, of what we're saying here. Just like EDR didn't play out uh, uh, as a pure EDR play, and prevention also didn't play out as a pure prevention play, uh, the truth was somewhere in the middle. I'm sure that what you're saying is, is very accurate, and and the the truth between uh, a native XDR and a hybrid XDR will be in the middle. Probably uh, uh, the, the the best solution will be uh, just like you said, not uh, 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 a single vendor, but just 
fewer vendors. We tightly coupled integrations as much as possible. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Leave us a rating and review and share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.